am the music god CJ Plane. This is the brand new episode of The Noise Report. Uh, you know what this is. Uh, this is where I bring you uh, utter chaos, random stupidity, uh, dumb questions, and just utter dumbness. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's where we have fun, man. Uh, this whole thing, if you've, you've heard the episodes coming up, uh, there's three of them. On there now, there are a couple more uh, that I have uh, in the can, and I got a bunch of more scheduled. Uh, we're doing this one with this gentleman. Uh, for those of you on this side, you probably don't know this guy. Uh, if you've listened to the Graffiti Street Symphonies before, uh, you know this guy. Uh, but I'm going to just assume that you don't have any knowledge of the Graffiti Street Symphonies. So I'm going to do a whole new intro to this gentleman. Um, Professionally, uh, he is a hip-hop artist, uh, an amazing one out of the Akron area. Uh, professionally, he goes by the name of Excursion, uh, but today he is just Mr. Dante Feaster because uh, we have him on here as uh, as a friend, and we're going to laugh, or we're going to giggle, we're going to act stupid, and um, we're going to bring you the noise. So, uh, how I met this gentleman, basically... Uh, Mr. G Black uh, through the whole Akron hip-hop scene uh, that's led to me interviewing a whole bunch of other people um, quickly discovered that we had a lot more in common than just hip-hop and we've become pretty good friends I think and uh, I consider this guy uh, uh, as much of a brother as uh, <laughs> I have in real life so um, what's up bro oh shoot it ain't all too much here man just just relaxing myself and you know, I'm, I'm winding for the rest of this weekend. How about yourself? Dude, I'm I'm good, bro. Like, I'm, you know, uh, was going to have tacos tonight. Just knew I was going to have tacos, and uh, I snoozed and I lost because I went downstairs to get some tacos, and the goddamn kids had gotten all the taco and beaten the chicken before me, and there wasn't none left, so my ass didn't get no tacos. But that's okay. <laughs> Um, oh, man, yeah. I, I ain't mad about it, man. You know, the kids, they eat. That's what they do, so. Um, I was just about to get ready to say, the moment you have kids in your house for anything, especially as it relates to food, you better be, you better have some stuff either yeah. stashed to the side, or I you better be the more first in to the refrigerator and just ain't cooked up. Um, I didn't feel like cooking it up, but it's all good. I'll do it later, yeah. man. I'm, you know me, I'm. Um, so I threw a bunch of questions and a bunch of topics at him. Um, stuff that we've never discussed really uh, in an interview per se. Um, normally we, um, well, you know, we're going to do it real quick. Just give everybody a quick rundown on who you are uh, as an artist, uh, your music, uh, where to find you on social media, your music, that kind of stuff. Because, you know, I, I think it would kind of miss the point to bring you on here and then not actually let people know what you do other than just <laughs> this, you know. Um, so talk about you for a minute. Actually, greatly appreciate it, first and foremost. But, uh, but yeah, you know, my name is Excursion. You know what I mean? Um, I've been in the acro music scene here um, professionally here since 2005. Um, to, I got um, a whole... A lot of projects out here now. When I don't want to say a total of seven mixtapes for my first run before I took a short hiatus. Well, not even a short hiatus. I took a hiatus. It was a long one. Uh, let me retract that real quick. But um, came back 2018. Um, got 
two solo albums out now, going to uh, about to release a third here immediately. Um, three collaboration albums. Um, so, like you know, just just um just pushing them and moving here as far as that's concerned. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, SoundCloud, um, Excursion Online. Um, on SoundCloud and Facebook, Excursion Music on Instagram. You know what I mean? And um, true, yeah, you know, it's 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 just a, a lot. You know, what yeah. saying that you'll definitely be able to find, and I'm more than confident you're going to enjoy it without question. Yeah, for for real. Uh, and it's when you're looking up the spelling is the letter X C U R S I O N. That's what you're looking for. Um, and uh, I guess the reason I said that is because I looked at my questions over here. And uh, <laughs> it kind of leads directly into the first point of uh, carrying on the X legacy, man, of you made a comment a while back and having lost DMX now, you know, which is uh, I, I really didn't realize how hard that would hit me like. I mean, when he died, you can't sit here and say, oh, it was totally unexpected. It really wasn't, given his life. But watching that funeral, watching that last ride with his casket on that truck and just more motorcycles than I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I don't always yeah. agree with what Kanye did, but, man, Kanye's choir was throwing down and... Then his yeah. daughter, dude, that's why I lost it. When his little daughter started rapping, I was like, dude, come on. X is standing on that motherfucking stage with his hand on her fucking vocal cords, bro, because she was spitting. Ain't no little girl like that should naturally be able to just spit like that. You know what I'm saying? And I just broke down, bro. I was like, it's crazy how much respect he commanded. Because think about it, dude. Even Pac, Biggie, Scott LaRock, all of these people that died, none of them, none of them had anything that was even remotely close to what they gave X. Yeah, that's real. That's where, and, and just to even go back to, you're saying, uh, to, to the daughter spitting yeah. and whatnot, like, you know what I mean? That, that hit me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like in a whole nother way here too because I have a daughter, right? You know what I mean? And and if the trend, you know, what I'm saying goes like it, like it has or whatnot, especially like with my bloodline or whatnot, even with my dad because he was a DJ and then became a rapper. You know what I mean? Right. I'm doing what I'm doing, and now I got a daughter or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. yo, that it, 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 it it's crazy just how. It's crazy how you know saying like yo your children can supersede you. You know what I mean? You right. know and and and, and shit like you know saying like I'm gonna chip off the whole block. Like you know what I mean? So that gave me like you know saying like a certain level of inspiration and even a hope more so here too for my daughter. Yeah. Um, as far as some other things or whatnot that if you heard my music or whatnot or even heard like you know saying uh, like past interviews you know of you know what I mean I don't right. you know say so I just leave it there but but um but no getting back to the whole thing about the X legacy um so yeah like you know um the comment I left was like you're saying it's a standard to this right. it's a standard bearing X in your name yeah you know what I mean like um DMX helped to set that standard yeah RBX you know what I'm saying yep. like um even before him you're saying yep. exhibit yep 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, they all, you're saying like, you know, they all, like you're saying, have a, one, they all have a strong presence to them. Yep. You know what I mean? You know, you, you know when there's an X on the mic. Right. You know what I mean? You know when DMX is on there. You know when the exhibit is on there. You know what I'm saying? Like you're saying, they got a, they got a commanding voice. They got a strong yep. delivery. You know what I mean? And the things that they talk about, spitting lyrics at you or they're, you know saying, touching on a more potent or more intimate or vulnerable um, subject matters. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they, they have a, a way of, like, you know saying, reeling you in and really making you connect with them right. you know saying, to understand where they're coming from, what they're saying, um, what they're saying, you know what I mean, like, who they are as a person, you know what I mean? And, yeah. like, like, the symbiotic relationship or whatever between you and them is uncanny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? So just um, knowing that much and even deciding to go by excursion or whatnot back in like 2000, 2001, you know what I mean? Um, and seeing them actively still doing what they were doing at the level that they were, it was like, yo, I can just only hope that, you know, uh, my body of work, you know what I'm saying, will be like so that, yeah. you know, whenever, if ever, you know what I'm saying, I stop or whatever while I'm living or like by the time I'm out of here, you know and they can look back at excursion, you know what I mean? And be like, yeah, you're saying he left, he left a solid contribution to that legacy and that standard, you know what I mean? You're saying, you're saying to that trail. So like, yeah, like you can't, I'm, I'm sorry. Like if you, if you're an ex, whatever, you know what I mean? Like you're saying, like just speaking like to the younger rappers or the, the new yep. artists or whatnot, like if you go buy an ex, shoot, you could be expedition for all I care. Excalibur, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's more to that, and there's more to that than just, you're saying, just a letter or just a name that you're going by. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you choose that specifically, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You you got some, you got some shoes to fill, you know what I mean? Straight out. Exactly. And and I think the whole, you're saying DMX is death further accentuated that. Yeah. You know what I mean, at least for me, anyways, that that that's what resonated with me the most. It was even to the point, just one last thing, and then you know, I'll, I'll stop from there. Um, I performed at an event, you know what I mean, and um, and G Black, you know, what I'm saying, um, going back to him, he came up to me immediately. I already had it in my plans or whatnot because it hit me as strongly as it did or whatnot, knowing he died. But he he even came up to me like, man, listen, if don't nobody else in here. You know what I'm saying? Um, give a give a tribute to DMX. You got to be the one to do it. I'm like, man, listen, I got you. You <laughs> said it's already, already got that planned out. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like it's just nah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it, it it's it, it's some substance to that. Yeah, it's some substance to that. It's some potency to that X. You know what I mean? So so if you're gonna bury it, bury it with that in mind or whatnot, and like you know what I'm saying, and continue pushing that forward. Yeah, and that's and that's real, dude. Because everybody that has that X, man. I mean, I really can't, I don't know a ton about, um, like, how do you say this, Extension or? Extension, uh, okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't, I'm not as familiar with his music, uh, but I do know that he had a, a huge following and a, and, a, and a real, you know, I mean, he had a, a hell of a future to really go in any direction he wanted. Um you know, like you said, exhibit speaks for itself. Um, you know, I, I've said before, I, I'm a huge fan. Uh, even as the white redneck country boy, uh, I'm a huge fan of X Clan. Um, you know, and X Clan is again, you know, one of those bands that most people don't think about, but you know, 
very strong skill is very visual and colorful with their um outfits and their um I don't even know how to how to say it probably their their um Afrocentrism, I guess maybe. Um, you know, their mm -hmm. their their historical yeah. aspect, I guess, or um, you know, their their heritage. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but um you know, yeah, the, I mean there's a there's a there's something that when you take that X, you know, it's like it's like being a member of the Wu clan. Like you know, like if you're a member <laughs> of the Wu clan, there there's that standard that you have to bear, man, that you know, you can't be weak. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, so... Um, no. For sure. Um, uh, next legacy. So, next thing we're going to move into, I pose to him five grossly underrated hip-hop artists that every serious music fan should know. Um, so he should have a list of... Uh, or just, if he wants to do it off the top of his head, whatever... Uh, but he's going to give you five hip-hop artists, uh, other than himself, obviously, because obviously he's underrated or he wouldn't be on here. Uh, <laughs> um, five grossly underrated hip-hop artists that you think every serious, uh, just not hip-hop fan, but just music fan in general should really know about. And I got you. The know. first one right off the top. Um, and, well, no, I'm, I'm not even going to give that away or whatnot too quickly but the very first one right off the top is um king crooked king crooked yeah. like you know what i mean like he's a super dope artist like you know yeah. what i mean like you know anytime i mean like you know i, I know you're feeling towards eminem and you said i pretty much share the same sentiment you know saying ultimately but just knowing yeah. like you're saying the, the lyricist that he is and, the, and even the impact that he's made yeah you know what I'm saying all him not like to the point to where anybody he even co-signs is practically golden or whatnot for him to even say too that king crooked is one of the most underrated artists in hip-hop yeah. and I've, I've had that feeling or whatnot long before slim shady even came oh yeah on the scene like, you know what I mean? When he was Crooked Eye on the road. I you know what I mean? Um, Crooked Eye, to me, uh, first, uh, my first introduction to him was when he did the song with Game. And, uh, you know, and that was what, when they were both on, uh, it was Aftermath, I think, right? I think they were both on with Andre's label. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was when I was introduced to him. Yeah. And, um, that was, you know, even before M come along or any of that, you know, Dre was talking about him and I was like, okay. And then I heard him and I was like, oh, that's a, you know, that's, that's a dope, his, the way he delivers it. Like he has a very, I don't want to call it unique, but he has his very own style of the way he delivers it. You know, like it's, there's something about his delivery that is very yeah, it's like a very, it's, it's a very cutting delivery. Yeah, like it, it's his own. Like you know nobody I mean? delivers exactly like Crooked. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, if he's on a song with five or six other people, you don't mistake his part for somebody else's. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm all about your your that choice. So, all right, continue. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the second one um, is going to be Yuck Mouth. All I don't right. think. 
All right. Yeah. I don't think he ever got. No, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Folks rock with him on the street side, of yeah. course. But, like, even beyond, like, you know what I'm saying, the street content and everything like that, just if you want to just, like, break him down lyrically, like, on the technical side. Yep. He never really got the respect, you know what I'm saying, or like the just do that he so deserves. Yep. Like he like any any I ain't never heard him get on a track with anybody and not kill it. Yep. Like even locally speaking, I've said a few times or whatnot, like uh when he did tracks with Ed Pacino and Chino Nino from Double F, like you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. two thousand, two thousand one or so. Like he came in my in my honest opinion, he came through and swept double F. Honestly, like you're saying, um, do the damn thing. You're saying with him and Al Pacino, he killed it. Um, Thug Flawless with him and Chino Nino, he killed it straight out. Like you know what I mean? Um, shoot, even on even on the diss side, I never really you're saying knew him or imagined him to be like you know anybody that would even release diss records. But shoot, when he put out those tracks against the game, he killed it. Straight out, like you know, what I mean, you know, like he 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 is one of the ones or whatever that that can really like get get busy on a local end or whatnot. Yeah. You know, what I mean, um, you know, what I'm if you put him to that test, right. and and as much as he's loved, he's overlooked in that regard. You know, what I mean, yeah. he, um, he he over here digging in it, man. Like he's naming people that I sat here for like an hour trying to think. I was like, like man, who can I put on my list set? Is it just a name like everybody knows in the underground? And I'm like, damn, I'm trying to come up with people. And he over here fucking stealing all the good answers. But <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the third one is Tech 9 Yeah. I'm going to have to put him on there. Because, I mean, like, he's all... Um, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I'd call him grossly underrated. Um, so much, I but say I, I, you know, I, I definitely don't disagree. Uh, I think Tech yeah. is one that people really don't. He's one know. that teeter totter. Well, you know, what I mean, he's, he's one of them dudes well, that people think they hear Tech Nine and they think, oh, he just raps fast. But if right. you really listen to Tech's shit, man, it's not just his cadence, bro. It's there is something, he, you know. Text another man. one that, yeah. you know, he's just on another level, man. Like, like Tech is Yo, one of the I people, mean, like, if I if I made a greatest of all time list, Tech's in my top five. You know what I'm certain. saying? Not just based on his speed, but his cadence, his lyrical delivery, the fact that he built fucking... Um, Strange music from nothing yeah. into what it is today. Um, you know, I mean, there's on just on every level, man. Tech to me is a definition of of greatest of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like Tech did it on his own terms, his own way. So, yeah, for certain. And I mean, like I agree with everything that you just got finished mentioning like you said all of that is true without a doubt and honestly i was kind of feeling odd even mentioning his name because i do know that he's famous enough or whatnot to where he's not you're saying like completely overlooked or whatnot or or anything to that nature but he never really fully crossed over like that like like he's like if you said like he definition the borderline as an artist 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it, it's crazy as far as, like, his notoriety goes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but, like, but just for the reasons that you mentioned about, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Whenever you hear of him or whatnot, like, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you automatically just think speed, knowing full well, you know what I'm saying? What not? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, knowing full well, there's a lot more to him yeah. than just that. You know what I mean? It's kind of like how, like you said, folks look at Yuck Muck or whatnot and like may respect him for like yeah. all the street stuff that he talks about. But like you're saying, like you miss out on what he can do, technically speaking, on the lyrical yeah. Like you're saying, pretty much about the same. So that's the only reason why I would really like put him, you're saying, as a as an overlooked artist. Right. Um, not not so he he's probably like the least overlooked out of everybody that I'm about to mention or, or that I have mentioned, but. Yeah. I think that, you know what I'm saying, he, he he still deserves more recognition than what he's getting. You know oh, what I mean? For, for sure. Um, I would say the fourth one, hmm, I see that was going to be kind of harder because I don't know, man. I don't know. The fourth one, dang, I don't even know if he's still doing music anymore. I'm going to have to like look into him. But Vinny passed. Oh, he just, he just. Just dropped a brand new record last week. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to look into that because he's dope. Yeah, and, he and is, Vinny. Yeah, he is. I didn't put Vinny on my list only because I'm such a massive Vinny fan, and Vinny okay. would have just been a completely obvious answer for anybody who knows me. Like, like Vinny is my top three, you know, because Vinny, Vinny's another one that one his voice. Is pure Vinny. Like nobody sounds like Vinny. Two, lyrically, that man can fucking put words together in a way that nobody else can. You know, like Vinny going all the way back, uh, you know, to Army of the Pharaohs and before that to Jedi Mind Tricks. Vinny's never done anything I don't love. Like, Vinny is, you know, to me, Vinny is the epitome of the streets, man. Like, Vinny's just a, you know. Yeah. Vinny is. Oh, yeah. Vinny's Vinny, bro. Like, if, if you're into hip-hop and you don't like Vinny Pass, you ain't a hip-hop fan to me. <laughs> I mean, that's just plain and simple. I mean, you know, it's, know. it's like Real. saying I like rock music, but I don't like Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. What? Right. I, I like reggae, but I don't like Bob Marley. <laughs> what? Exactly. You know, I like hip hop, but I don't like Vinny Pass. Mm. Nah. Like, you know, nah, right. you, you, you're fucking up the vibe, bro. Go away. Like, but no, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a hundred thousand percent behind Vinny, bro. Cause, um, yeah. Yeah. like I said, Vinny just did a brand new record last week and it's, it's everything you expect from Vinny and more, bro. The motherfucker's got even on it. Even. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like, fuck you, Eamon. You know, from back in the day. You know, he got Eamon with him. And, like, come on, man. Like, this what? the dude that brought Eamon back from the edge? Fucking Vinny Pan <laughs> had to bring Eamon back? Come on, bro. That, right. was, that was one. Of, other than TQ back in the day, Eamon uh-huh. had the hardest R&B shit out, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. Who else had the balls yeah. to write a song? called Fuck You, basically, long before CeeLo got to it, you know, and make it a, not just a hit. It was a smash hit, bro. Like, you know, it was bro. like, 
It was like Rob Bass back in the day. You drove down the street and you heard that shit in every freaking car, bro. You know, mm -hmm. like, come on, man. Like, but, but yeah, and for sure. I say for the definitely without question. And for the fifth one, I did have a name, but like, nope, I'm gonna have to call an audible on that one. Um, and I'm gonna have to give it to Ishan. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. No, you sound like... Yeah, bro. Like, bro, you know. I, 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 this is Detroit, bro. Like, you know, this is this is one of the reasons. And it ain't that... It ain't... And it's never has... For those of you that know me, know I'm not an Eminem fan. I, I never have been. Uh, there's nothing about his stuff that I like. And that's not meant to be disrespectful. I'm simply not a fan. People don't like Pink Floyd, cool, great. Uh, you don't like the Rolling Stones, great, cool. Uh, you don't like Johnny Cash, great, cool, whatever. Uh, everybody's going to have somebody they don't like. There's just really nothing about M that impresses me. And the biggest thing about that is, is because people have built M to such a level. And I get it. M is a hip-hop historian. M knows hip-hop better than probably anyone on earth. I give him credit for that. Lyrically... I think when M and Royce are together, Royce pulls M and up to M up to a level that he's not on otherwise. Like, cause M knows M can rhyme. I'm not saying that M can't rhyme. That's for sure he can. But when he's with Royce, bro, like you take M's normal shit and then you put him with Royce, like on the song Caterpillar. That's just yeah. next level shit, bro. Like, cause M knows he can't just utter say whatever with Royce. Yeah, like he he can't just fucking do like Dr. Seuss shit with Royce. He's got to say something. You know, and my favorite M songs are basically the only M songs that I like are the ones like Bad Meets Evil and the shit with Royce like Caterpillar because you know on those songs M is coming at a thousand percent. You know, and yeah. my other big problem with M is the whole battle rap thing. Never always, you know, he's such a great battle rapper, but he's never battle rapped anybody. Who the fuck is he battle rapped? Mariah Carey, Christina Aguilera, Nick Cannon, fucking Benzino. Come on, name one motherfucking serious battle rapper that M has ever went at. Machine Gun Kelly, Machine Gun Kelly ain't a battle rapper. You've never seen M come at Nems, Cassidy, uh, Mayans, none of them dudes. Because them dudes would come back and end his fucking career. You know, or, or at least fucking put a, a uh -huh. you know, a Cadillac-sized den in that shit. It ain't going to be one-sided. Like, yeah. does anybody really think Mariah Carey or Christina Aguilera was ever going to say anything back that could match M? No, of course M won that battle. Oh, M beat up Everlast. Okay, great. Everlast is an amazing rapper, but he ain't no fucking battle rapper. Anybody that thought Everlast was going to be M, you're delusional to begin with. You know what I mean? Come on. Even MGK. MGK is a great rapper, but come on. He was never on the level of M. Not for battle rap. Come on, bro. These are one-sided battles. This is, you know, this is Chuck D., a battling fucking Cardi B, basically, at this point. I mean, you know? That's rude. I mean, That's rude. not taking anything away from the other side, but, you know, you know, you're, you're, you're putting a fucking, you're putting a Corvette against a Chevette. 
basically, you know? So <laughs> you're not doing anything by saying, oh, well, M, you know, M uh, killed MGK. Well, of course he did. He was supposed to. Okay, right. great. Now, say some shit about NEMS and let's see what happens. Because I guarantee motherfucking T you. That's going to be a whole different battle. Because NEMS is just a disrespectful motherfucker. <laughs> and I ain't going to like the shit that NEMS says. <laughs> you know? So. Um, right. right off the top. Yeah. But yeah, Esham. <laughs> Esham's my favorite Detroit rapper from back in the day, dude. Getting back to Esham. I'm sorry. I got totally off. But um, Esham is the Detroit original. You know, it's where horrorcore started. It's where all of Detroit hip-hop come from. I mean, Esham is to Detroit what Master P is to New Orleans. It's plain and simple. You know, it all started. It may not have started with Esham. But let's not be delusional and say this shit doesn't work the way it does or exists if Isham doesn't do what he does. If he doesn't release Kill the Fetus, if he doesn't release Sunshine, if he doesn't play that whole role, the controversy that it caused uh, with real life records and the Gotham records and back to real life, uh, the association with ICP. Come on, man. That's you know, and even ICP. You can, you can shit on ICP all you want. That's cool. Are they the greatest rappers ever? No. But let me tell you something. <laughs> I know those guys. Psychopathic Records is a fucking force, bro. This is an independent Boy. label that started in a basement that puts on a five million dollar festival. Every single year for 20 plus years that people travel from all over the world to come see. M's never uh -huh. done that. Chuck D ah. hasn't done it. Wu-Tang hasn't done it. Dre, Snoop, none of those guys have done it. So, all right, cool. Is ICP going to win any kind of a rap battle against any of those guys? Maybe not. But on the business side of things... None of those guys can do what ICP and Isham have done with psychopathic records and real life records and shit like that. You know, I mean, that's just the way it is. And if you disagree with that, again, to me, you don't know hip hop. <laughs> At least Detroit hip hop. I mean, because, you know, um, even the motherfuckers that hate Isham are going to tell you that shit is true. You know, the motherfuckers uh -huh. that hate ICP are going to tell you that shit is true. Hollow Wicked every year, bro. State Theater here in Detroit, 6,000 seats. Those tickets go on sale, bam, they're gone. And you have lines for miles of freaking juggalos that have driven from Iowa, Wisconsin. They drive clear across the fucking country for this freaking Halloween night show. Dressed up as clowns, dressed up as whatever you want to call it. It's stupid. It may be childish. You may think it's the dumbest thing ever. But they're getting paid. Laugh at them. They're laughing all the way to the bank. Them guys have bought their parents' houses. They have put their kids through college. They've put other people's kids through college. 
You know, I mean, they don't give a shit, bro. Oh, magnets, how do they work? <laughs> I'll tell you how they work. They work like this. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> That's how the bitches work. I mean, <laughs> so. Anywho, that's his. I'm going to give you mine real quick. Uh, for, I, I got six, actually, real quick. Um, but uh, number six for me is Locksmith. Locksmith is just a fucking beast. Um, if you don't know Locksmith, you should know Locksmith. Um, absolutely one of the most fiercest uh, lyricists going. And... Um, um, he has a song. I'll send it to you here in a little bit. I meant to send this to you. The song okay. had me falling over my face today, bro. Like, he released a song, and I was like, I can't even believe Locke dropped the song when he did. Like, um, Number five is a name a lot of people probably don't know unless you're a Snow Goons fan. Uh, if you're a Snow Goons fan or you're a Deep Underground fan, uh, you probably know it. Um, you probably know it. Uh, it's Rusty Jux. Um, or Rusty Jukes, however you say his name. Um, Rusty is a beast. He's kind of in that whole uh, group with Vinny and Ill Bill and, and all of them guys. Um, uh, my number four is Donnie Darko and Sutter Kane. Um, those guys are, again, two names. They work separately, but they almost always work together. Uh, Sutter Kane, you may also know as DJ Blessed. Um, you know, it's one of his monikers, um, brilliant lyricist, uh, Donnie comes up with, with lyric schemes that are right up there with Vinny. Like he, he reminds me a lot of Vinny in the way he rhymes. Um, number three for me is a group out of LA. They're a new group and, um, they're not getting anywhere near the, the hype, I think, or the fame they should. Um, they're a group called Villain Park. Um, best way to describe Villain Park is uh, if DJ Quick or Dr. Dre produced Bone Thugs and Harmony, um, that would be Villain Park. Um, okay. Voice wise, Yo. lyrical delivery wise, these guys sound like Bone Thugs and Harmony, but they've got the straight West Coast DJ Quick, Dre, Ice Cube beats to it man okay. i mean it's that you know it's they're and they're young they're young kids they're only like 18 19 years old um they're they're bad as hell man i love villain park and their shit slams bro like you you put the shit in your ride and i guarantee you your rear mirror is just gonna dance like a motherfucker like their shit is hard um number two for me i mentioned them a minute ago nems Lyrically, delivery-wise, fuck your life, man. Nems, bro. The most disrespectful motherfucker you ever will ever hear pick up a microphone. But the dude's hilarious. Like, you watch the shit, and you just be like, I didn't believe motherfucker just said that shit, you know? <laughs> like, Nems is just, uh, Nems is a gorilla. I mean, that's, just, you know, Gorilla Nems is what he goes by now. Or just Nems, N-E-M-S. Um... Uh, you can go online. You can look up the FYL. He's got his own brand of hats, his own jackets. I mean, the dude is a, the dude is a, I don't even know how to describe dude, man, other than just, um, you know, he, he's fucking insane. 
Um, my number one, though, uh, will never change. That's Diabolic. Diabolic, yeah. man. Diabolic is good. Yeah, like right up yeah. there with Vinny, dude. Uh, and I actually put, I, I, I would have put Vinny, probably, but I kind of, like I said, that would have been the obvious choice. Um, so I went with Diabolic, because Diabolic is another one, uh, much like Vinny, who, you know, the dude just spits straight napalm, like, you know, and again, a name you're going to hear uh, in that whole Snow Goons, uh, if you don't know who Snow Goons are, Snow Goons is a great primer for pretty much everybody we just mentioned, because these are all people that have worked with Snow Goons. Uh, you're going to hear Snow Goons uh, with Diabolic, with Vinnie Paz, with Nems. Uh, Donnie's been on there. Locksmith has been on there. Uh, Yuckmouth has been on some songs. Onyx. Um, Reef the Lost Cause. Um, Recognize Ali. Rome Streets. Uh, Shay Noor. I mean, it, it, Snow Goons are a production team, uh, but they only work with the very, very best uh, underground hip-hop people. And um, their shit is just a, it's like a greatest hits of underground hip hop, basically, when they do a record, you know. Um, so that's my five for grossly underrated. Um, so, yeah, um, long story short, <laughs> or, or, or sorry, long, I guess is a better way of putting it. <laughs> um, movie you've seen recently that you either loved or hated. Or one of each, or whatever, and uh, why you loved it or hated it? Um, I loved um, coming to America too. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> now, um, it caught some flag or whatnot, but well, I don't know. I don't really like trust like a lot of social media reviews anyway. But um, I know like there were some folks or whatnot that said that it wasn't. Uh, um, all as funny as some folks have said that it um, that it was cracked up to be. Now I like you said like the, the comedic parts of the movie, but I think it was more so because Coming to America Two gave more of a drama vibe than comedy. You know, saying like um throughout I want to say sixty percent of the movie as to where the first one was still a mix of the two, but they were more successful in pulling off more comedy than drama. Mm -hmm. um, but either way it goes, like you're saying, the comedic parts were funny. You know what I mean? It was still like, mm -hmm. you're saying, like it still kept with like the original theme of the first movie. You said mm -hmm. strong, positive message. You know what I mean? Strong, positive imagery. You know what I mean? Um, it was something that I actually looked at and whatnot and actually like followed like you said, the whole way through yeah. and left out of there like, I can watch this again. Yeah. Now, there's something about Wesley Snipes being in a comedy that didn't sit well with me, but, you know, that, that was, was a small... I thought No, he was. He was, but, like, you know, it was just like, you know, that, that was a... It was an odd pick that still worked. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, to me, I went into it with an open mind. Like, I hope this is as good as the first one. I hope it's even half as good as the first one. Because, um, mm -hmm. obviously, trying to take a franchise and then 30 years down the line... Uh, kind of redo it, um, you're already kind of kicking the ball uphill, um, so to speak. But um, I thought overall, I thought it was even better than I expected it. Um, yeah. There were parts in it that kind of were like, eh. Uh, but there were parts that I absolutely almost pissed myself laughing at. Um, yeah. the, the ending, 
with sexual chocolate, I thought that was right. There, there was really no better way that you could wrap that up. Um, the barbershop scene, you know, when he comes in and, it, and he's like, Hey, it's Kunta Kinte! <laughs> you know? Um, it's just, I mean, they played it so well, like, um, bringing the McDowell's to Zumunda and, um, his daughter, man, I thought Eddie's daughter just killed it in that role. Um, for, for somebody who had never acted before, um, you know, I mean, I thought she did a, a terrific job in, um, normally not a huge fan of Les Leslie Jones, but I kind of, um, I think the part that made me laugh the hardest was when, um, I can't even think of her name though, uh, the queen, basically, um, you know, she was acting all bougie. Uh, to Leslie Jones, and Leslie, Leslie Jones says, bougie, bougie bitch says what? And he says, what? And then she turned around and she turned it on Eddie in that later scene, you know? And I thought, I laughed at both of those. I just laughed and laughed. Like, that was just a great... It was a perfectly placed line. Like, it was one of them lines you don't see coming, and it just has real impact. Like, I thought it was great. Um... You know, I thought Arsenio looked good uh, through it. I loved Wesley. I loved his character. You know, that kind of, you know. Um, I loved um, the one that played his daughter. I loved that she actually had a role where she wasn't screeching like a fucking banshee. Um, yeah. You know, she wasn't doing, yeah. line <laughs> You know, because that's a new thing for her. She mostly plays those annoying ass um, female characters. Um, True. so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I loved it, dude. I, I really did. I was really impressed with it. And it is a movie I'd watch again. Um, I, I can't think of a lot of ways that I would have really changed it a whole lot. I think, I mean, overall, you know, um, even the James Earl Jones scenes, I think they handled really well. Um, Man. you know, the, the scenes with, uh, um, salt and pepper and all of that, I thought those were done really well. You know, I mean, you know, I just, like I said, I, I'm with you, dude. I, I didn't have that one on my list, but, um, yeah, for sure. I, that was definitely one that I seen that, um, um, me, uh, one that I seen recently and I hated was Mortal Kombat. I uh, I wanted I wanted to like it I really did, but they just utterly wasted the talent of Joe Taslim and Max Wang. Like, you know, I mean, Joe Taslim is one of the sickest martial artists in the world. Uh, you know, he is like the modern day Jet Li, and I get it. Hey, Sub Zero, they did a good job with what they gave him. But they put him against Scorpion, who was eh, when the reality of it is Max's character as Kung Lao, a fight scene between him and Sub-Zero would have been two of the sickest martial artists in the world. Those two would have had a fight scene that 
was just utterly ridiculous. Um, so I think that was a missed opportunity. Um, I did like the Kano scenes. I think Kano was basically the high point of the entire movie. Um, hands down. Like, pretty much the saving grace of the movie. <laughs> um, I don't know what the fuck they were doing with Raiden. Raiden was just kind of there. Like, uh, you know, hey, look what I can do. Uh, I can shoot lightning. And that's all he did. He didn't fight anybody. He didn't command anybody. He just, he's just kind of there. And I was like, what are they doing, you know? And then, um, you know, and then the new character, like, he don't even have no, he's not even in any of the fucking games. Like, I don't even know where the fuck this guy come from. You know, like, they're just gonna, you know, and they give him this suit of armor that looks like, you know, when he finally gets his power about 80% of the way through the movie, his power is he has this suit of armor that basically looks like Aquaman took a shit on him. You know? <laughs> like, it looks like a dumbed-down, shitty version of Aquaman's outfit, you know? And it was horrible, and I was like, wait, you built the whole movie around this dude and you didn't give him shit. You didn't give him fireballs. You gave him ice, fire. Nut. You gave him some shitty ass green scaly fucking armor. That, oh, shit. you know, like it's just, that's what he gets. He gets a goddamn suit of armor. Come on, dude. He's a central fucking character in a goddamn, you're building an entire new universe around this dude. You know, you give fucking Kano the laser eye, which he should have, you know, a fucking one shoots fireballs and one's got the fucking saw hat and, and all of this cool shit. And then he gets this shitty green scaly snake type suit, you know, and, and, it, and it didn't even explain what it was supposed to do. Like it was this sort of, you know, is he going to eventually, because he's a descendant of Scorpion. Was he gonna morph into a more scorpion type of thing? Cause, you know, it wasn't even like a, a a scorpion type armor. It looked more like snake, or so. I mean, it, it was green and scaly, and like I said, it looked like Aquaman took a shit on him. Basically, that's <laughs> my first thought. Like, you know, um, uh, one that I loved very quickly. Uh, there is a movie. Joe Taslam is in it along with. Uh, Eco Uas. Um, if you are into ultra violent martial art movies, and when I say ultra violent, I mean, okay, like this movie is so violent, it should be a fucking horror movie with martial arts in it. Okay. Um, yeah. It's a movie called The Night Comes for Us. Um, okay. Straight up. The most brutal fight scenes I've ever seen. Like, The Raid 2, when The Raid 2 come out, and I watched that, I was like, okay, you can't get more violent than this. Um, same guy who did The Raid 2 and uh, Headshot and all of that with Iko Uas uh, did this. And uh, this movie is... I, I don't even know how it got a fucking rated R rating. Like, it was so graphically violent and over the top. Like, um, single most violent movie I've ever watched. Uh, so if you're in the Ultra Kill, super violent, violent, violent um, martial art movies called The Night Comes For Us. Uh, it's on Netflix. You can watch it for free. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, if you're not a fan of blood and guts and heads flying and body parts being 
ripped off and, um, you know, uh, dudes jumping off of balconies into the path of a fucking semi going 90 miles an hour. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> don't watch this yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like, like, imagine Saw as a martial arts flick. That's basically what the yeah. night comes for us is, okay? <laughs> I got it. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's the next question, man. Um, a movie you could watch repeatedly, never get sick of. Caught Up. Caught Up is my favorite movie. I will watch that. Yeah, from, from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. It's an older movie. I want to say it came out in like 96 or so, 95 or whatever. I mean, it had, had Bokeem Woodbine in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that, that was my favorite movie. All this man wanted to do was get his life together. You know what I'm saying? Open up a nightclub. You know what I'm saying? Open up his business or whatnot. Get things together for himself and his son. And live the rest of his life on a straight and narrow. You know what I'm saying? On a peaceful road. And wound up getting caught in the crossfires of like all different type of people's mess. And man, and the way, you know, saying not only like just summing it up like that in a nutshell, but the way that they put the storyline together or whatnot to where like, you know, you can pretty much anticipate whoever he meets is going to be some extra stuff coming in to tie in with all the other stuff that he's already experienced or is experienced. And now, I mean, so many different, so many different people or whatever, so many different uh, motives for what they were doing. You know what I mean? And the irony and you're saying the fact that he even had the chance to cross paths with any of these folks, let alone travel down these roads with him. It was just, it was, it was just ballistic. It's like one big, it, 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 it was like one big ass puzzle piece. If I could say it like right. that, like, you know what I'm saying? Just watching it, you know what I mean? And, um, and, yeah, and, it's, and and I love those types of movies or whatnot to where, you know what I mean, you following it, but there's no real guarantee that you can predict what's about to happen next. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, Call, Caught Up is my favorite. That, that, that That's my one. Yeah. I This one took me a minute, so I wrote three of them down just because I couldn't decide between these three uh, for different reasons. <clears throat> so real quick, um, Friday is going to be one. Um no matter how many times I watch it, you know, um, Smokey, you know, you never get sick of seeing Smokey. Um, Chris Tucker is just brilliant in that role. Um, so that's, that's an obvious one for me. Um, another one, uh, starring Ryan Reynolds, Justin Long, uh, Chi McBride, um, so many other people, uh, Anna Ferris, uh, is a movie called Waiting. Um, Waiting is a comedy movie. If you've never seen Waiting, oh my God, watch this movie. You will laugh until you cry. Um, the ending is one of them endings you just don't see coming. Very rarely, very rarely does a comedy movie have an ending that you just utterly don't see coming. You know what I'm saying? This has a... This has an ending that you won't see coming until it happens. And when it happens, you just die of laughter because it's the only proper way that they really could have ended this movie um, or should have ended this movie. Um, and they did, but 
it's one of them things you don't think they're actually going to do it. Um, because they wait so long in the movie to pull the joke off that you don't think it's coming at that point. Um, so when it does come, you're kind of like, oh shit, there it is. It's fucking brilliant. Um, and um, for me, just nostalgia-wise, Iron Eagle. Iron Eagle is my favorite movie of all time. Um, just one of the movies that never gets old. Um, Lou Gossett Jr. is one of them people that I could watch his movies a million times and never get bored with him because he's, you know, <laughs> he's just one of them guys that you got to fucking love. Um, so, yeah, those are my movies. Waiting, Iron Eagle, Friday. Um, check them all out. So, um, now the opposite side of it. A movie you've seen recently that you hated, or I'm sorry, a movie you've seen that you never want to see again or refuse to watch ever again. Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. I will never watch that again. Ever. Like, for two main reasons. One, I'm tired of the the masterminds at DC calling themselves trying to, like, you know, pet Batman against Superman as if it's a legit rivalry. Right. No, like, Superman will kill him and keep pushing. Like, no, I mean, like, I I can never take those fights or those battles seriously. Right. I mean, like, I know, no, straight out, niggas saying, okay, so, yeah, that's one. And then two, um, um, I really feel like, especially at the end, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Clearly, these are two, two heroes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to be fighting forever. There's going to be something to come along, you know what I mean, uh, to, to give them a reason to fight, you know, like a legit opponent. And honestly, I just believe that they just cram Doomsday in, like just, 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 just for that purpose. Like you're know saying, yeah. like the whole transition between them to like him, Superman, and Wonder Woman, or whatever, triple team, triple team, and Doomsday to kill him at the expense of Superman. That was horrible. Which will ultimately bring me to my second point: if you can't do right by the death of Superman, like just leave it alone. Right. Two two storylines I'm tired of seeing or whatever that you saying that they just need to leave alone because they can never seem to get it right. The death of Superman and the Dark Phoenix. Like just leave it. Just leave it. Y'all 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 done tried your hand with this too many times. You're saying like y'all failed. You're saying pretty much every time you're saying you you took a shot at it. Just just leave it alone and go to something else. Yeah, you know I mean. So yeah, that's my pick. <laughs> um. I wrote two down. I'm only going to name one. The one is obvious. My answer has always been Aragon. What they did to Aragon should be a fucking war crime. Um, but one I thought about last night, I was scrolling through movies and I come across these again. And I thought, oh, Jesus Christ. Why are they fucking... Why are these things even in existence? Uh, so this is the answer to the question. If there was one movie that I could... Just go poof, and it never existed. Um, Master P, I got to hook up one and two. Um, All that motherfucking money that man got, and that is the best of the best that he could get to be in that motherfucking movie. He couldn't get game, Snoop, 
Dre, Eminem, nobody. He got some fucked up ass bullshit. I don't even know what the fuck was going on. Those movies are so goddamn bad. Like, I've, I've literally watched like fucking. I've watched like 1980s bullshit ass propaganda films at school that were better. <laughs> this fucking movie, like, like the old ass busted movies on the big ass reels that they used to show us in gym class as kids were better than what fucking Master P put together for I Got the Hook Up. Like, it was horrible. Like, like, dude, like, fuck you spending your money on, bro. Like, you just, you know, like, like if you're that hard up to spend money, just send that shit my way, bro. Like, I got a much better way to spend that money, man. Um, <laughs> Movies were horrible. Never want to see them again. Um, I got So, uh, if you've never seen I've Got the Hook Up one or two, uh, don't bother. <laughs> They're horrible. Um, like, um, even little Romeo with his great sense of comedic timing couldn't save those movies. So, um, an artist outside of your genre that you would love to uh, collaborate with on a crossover style record. Um, Sade. Oh, I think I think me and Sade will will make a crossover track. All yeah. right, you just went in a completely uh, different direction than I expected you to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I mean, I can't disagree like, with that. No, she's yeah. you know she was like she's an artist that took me a long time to really kind of get. Um, like back in the day. You know, ordinary love when that come out, oh god, I hated that uh -huh. fucking song. Like I, I couldn't run to the radio fast enough to turn that song off. Uh, back in the day, um, now as a an adult with more refined tastes, I get it. Um, but as a kid, you know, when I was just into the metal thing, um, yeah, like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> but, no, I get it. So. Yeah, Sade was more like a Sade was like. Yeah, rock him to me in the yeah. sense that you know, saying, personally speaking, like in the sense that um, I always respected her as a mm -hmm. singer, um, in the same way that I respected Rock him as a rapper, yeah, you know, as an MC. But you're know, saying um, I never really became avid fans of them myself until I heard certain songs for Rock him. Um, I heard the saga begins and the rest was history. I was right. a fan of his ever since, and he's, and he's like my biggest influence, um, you know. Um, and um, for Sade, I heard um, "By Your Side" from Lovers Rock, the Lovers Rock album, mm -hmm. and that just took me in. Matter of fact, that whole album did it for me. Like, oh yeah, 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 Sade, that one. You yeah. know what I mean? So I wound up backtracking. You know what I'm saying? Um, after hearing that album, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and also, like, you know what I'm saying, with, um, you know, thinking about crossover tracks or whatnot, like, um, I always want, like, something that, you know what I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying, uh, like a type of track or whatnot that's going to automatically take me out of my comfort zone and, like, you know what I'm right. saying, cause me to be able to execute something that I wouldn't normally do myself. And Sade is going to be that one to do it for me. So, yeah. yeah. For, for sure. That, yeah. For sure. I, you know, props on that answer. I can't disagree. I, I like I said, totally different the direction than I expected. But um, yeah, not 
you know, 100%. So, yeah. Um, we are. <laughs> In a song, no matter where you are, the volume has to go up. This is the hardest question that I had to think on because there's so many songs that I like. Name a, but, you can name a couple. Um, no, I mean, like, I did come up with one, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, like, no matter how many other songs I thought of or whatever, I always trace back to this one. Um, and it's SIBO, um, Till My Casket Drops. You know what I mean? Like, yep. one, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, two, yeah, he... First and foremost, he just pretty much went ballistic on the track. Like he went in, like you're saying, the, the shit that he was talking about on that on that song. Like it's certain songs that you can hear and you can tell they pissed. You 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 can tell they they, they have some shit that they needed to address or whatever and just just get it off. You're know saying Tim casket Drush was that one. Um, lyrically everything was hidden. You know what I'm saying as far as the content, everything he said was hidden. You know what I mean? Uh, like I really was rocking with him with, with what he was saying and everything. Um, and then two, uh, and, and then I love, like you said, like the effect that he had, like on his hook and everything over his vocals and all that. Like that, that was just, you know saying, um, hypnotic to me. But then also too, you know what I mean? Um, the beat is crazy. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a, you said, I mean like hell, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, from like listening to songs or whatever from like my projects and whatnot, like you hear anything from excursion, it's going to be bass heavy. And it's because like, shoot, I'm naturally drawn to bass. Like you yeah. said, I love, I love bass lines. You said, and, um, and beats yeah. or whatever, powerful kick. If you got a dope melody, you know what I'm saying? Like, like and, and don't let all of that, like you're saying, come in together. Like you're saying like just naturally. So whatever you, you got me sold and that beat does it for me. Anytime I hear, you're saying, you're saying, the melody in the intro gets me. Like as soon as I hear that, I know I know it's coming on or whatever, and I'm rushing to, you know, what I'm saying the, the Bluetooth speaker or whatever to turn it up. But then that bass line hit. I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, let's go. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, till my casket drops from Sebo. That that's that's the one automatically without fail, 100 of the time. I hear it, I'm blasting it. Um, for me. <laughs> one that a lot of people laugh at me about um i posted about it uh, a, a couple weeks ago but um making love out of nothing at all by air supply is one of those songs that you know for the pure arena rockness of it um yeah it's one of those songs uh if you take me to karaoke and g get beer in me i promise you i'm performing that song at least once that night um, I'm gonna butcher it, uh, but I don't even give a shit. That song is getting sung. Um, but that's not my answer. Um, I have two. Uh, one is my quote unquote bass test song. Um, any vehicle I buy, any stereo I buy, um, pretty much anything I buy that has speakers on it, uh, has to be tested first. Um, and it's with this song. Uh, it's from the Beavis and Butthead, uh, experience soundtrack it's uh run dmc doing bounce um oh and, i think uh, i know yeah you know what you're talking about yeah um yeah the bass yeah. in that song ahead, uh when it first come out now i've always been a huge fan of run dmc and they've always had decent bass but that song man you know that 
you know, and when that fucking bass kicks in in that song, man, it's just completely unexpected. You don't think that kind of bass in conjunction with Run DMC. And, um, you know, that's one of my favorite songs. And then them guys just, you know, it was one of the last songs that, um, oh my God, I can't think of his name. Um, the one that got killed. Oh, so, um, Jam Master J. Uh, yeah, Jam Master J, yeah. It was one of the, it was one of the last songs he did before he got killed. Um, so, you know, I mean, obviously the Beavis and Butthead connection, the intro to it makes it hilarious. Um, but that's one. Um, Nostalgia-wise, though, there is one song that when I hear it, no matter where I am, you don't hear it very often. Uh, you never hear it on the radio because it's not that kind of song. Um, but let me be at a party. Let me be at anybody's house. I don't care where they're at. Uh, I'll come off. I'll come off a toilet to turn it up. And uh, that's Midnight Stars, No Parking on the Dance Floor. Um, okay. That's my favorite funk record of all time. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, hey, lady, you can't park here. <laughs> you know, move your car or I'll be forced to give you a ticket. So get with it. You know, and then that freaking that, just that old school funk bass line comes in and I'm like, that's my jam right there. Like, um, my old white redneck looking ass. No parking on the dance floor by Midnight Star. And of course, you know, obviously it has Freakazoid on it as well. And, um, come on, you couldn't be, you couldn't be an 80s kid in California and not, you know, because the break dancing was going on. It was getting huge then. And those were two of the songs that everybody break danced to. You go to school, lunchtime, you know, and nobody ate their lunch. You'd get your lunch, throw that shit in the trash. Fucking the cardboard would come out from behind the fucking fence and throw it on the ground, and boom, everybody was breakdancing. And um, even me, the white country boy, you got tossed, you know, over into California for a little while. I was trying to breakdance. I couldn't dance with the shit, but I tried, you know. Um, I, I looked more like somebody having a seizure, but um, <laughs> anyways. Um, <laughs> those are my answers, so... Um, we have a new and improved version. Uh, he's played the music guys random questions of stupidity before. Um, so what's going on with this is, um, we essentially are turning this into a deck style game uh, that is going to be for sale. Uh, we're going through the whole process of creating the decks, creating the artwork, uh, getting it licensed, copyrighted, all of that kind of fun stuff. Um, but... We're still kind of throwing it out here to uh, give people a, a taste test of it. Uh, he has not played the new and improved version yet. Um, so we're going to run him through the new and improved one. Because uh, he's answered a few of these. But he has not answered any of these. So, um, we are going to start first. I got a couple... Of, uh, do, 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 do. let me just ask uh, just a couple random ones. Um, if you could make a documentary about anything, what would you make it about? I can make a documentary about anything. Ooh, okay. Or uh, anyone. That's, that's a good one. 
Um, damn. Let me see. Because that is a damn good question. Uh, let me see. I would make a documentary. Hmm. Let me see. What or who would I make the documentary about? Um, this would be one of the ones that would probably have me targeted if I if I drew like um an influence enough or a strong enough voice enough of. You know what I mean? Um, but I would make a documentary on holistic medicines versus the, the pharmaceutical industry. Because, uh, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying, it's way too many diseases out there that has been cured that's still being told is no, there's no cure for it. Um, you know what I'm saying? And so, so many other different things and whatnot that I really believe that if folks really sat down and caught a grasp of how easy, and you're saying, well, I ain't gonna say how easy, but like you're saying, but um, how much more accessible treatments and cures are to them than what they're being told it is. You know what I'm saying? You yep. will see a big turnaround. You know what yep, I mean? And yep, it's, yep. you know and pretty much like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? The whole healthcare biz, the whole pharmaceutical business or whatnot, like, you know, it's pretty much like the automotive, you know what I'm saying? With these mechanics, um, these, you know what I'm saying? These, these geek squads or whatever like that, you know what I'm saying? With the computers, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know what I mean? You know, they, you say you get into those types of businesses or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you know, right off the rip, you're in an industry or whatnot to where, you have to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, folks are going to need to come back to you. Otherwise, you have no job. You know what I mean? So, you know, so naturally, you're getting lied to on a whole hell of a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's what I would want to further bust open. You know what I mean? Not not only like to tell you, like you're saying, like you're saying, like, like this information is false, but also mm -hmm. this is where you can actually get what you've been told you can't get. You know what I mean? Like, I got. You know what I mean, so I, I I got a friend that I'm going to introduce you to. Um, he's a filmmaker out in L.A. and I think you will you will find his current film project, uh, which uh, if I might pat myself on the back, I'm a part of. Um, I've actually filmed some scenes for it. Um, I, I think you'll find it very interesting. It it is very very much in line with what you just said uh as far as pharmaceutical companies and drugs and that kind of stuff so um I, i'll introduce you to tim um so um hype up one artist other than yourself that you love hype up one artist one artist Part of myself other than yourself that you love and that you think just needs their name kind of shouted out. Local industry, like Doesn't it matter. don't matter. Don't matter. We're right off the top, they love music. Straight the fuck out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's what you know I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right off the rip. You yep, know what I mean? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, 
she she's just like the you know saying the dopest all around artist that I've that I've come across. Straight out, like you know what I mean, um, and it's so wild to me. And I mean, like you're saying, these these things have been discussed here before in times past and whatnot. Right. Like in, in you're saying um, personal conversations or whatnot. But you know what I mean, shit. Like it's I can you can tell like you're know saying like she has a strong Lauren Hill influence. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like even beyond Lauren Hill. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there there's some things that you can hear from Lauren Hill or whatnot that, that she's done beyond hip hop and R and B. You say, which is more so like you're saying, like like Caribbean type music, sometimes jazz jazz ish type music, so on and so forth. And they're all equally dope as well. But you know what I mean, the moment where you can, you know what I'm saying, hit jazz, country, hip hop, R and B um electronica pop yeah. you know what i mean like regardless of what or whatever you know what I'm saying like yeah. that 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 shows you know what I'm saying like i'm sorry like that that's a versatility that i will forever respect yeah for real. you know what i mean and and even knowing um that that she's you know saying looking to push like her songwriting skills and everything and like you know saying and extend those services like it's well deserved you know what i mean like I, i'll tell anybody or whatever like listen go ahead and get a hook verse or whatever like listen if you need a song or whatever you know what I mean? Like you said, just written out that, that you just need to uh, record and perform. Get yeah. that from her or whatever. Yeah, because like you're saying, she's going to execute whatever concept you got. You know what I mean? And and it's going to be golden. Yeah. Right off the top. Yeah. For, yeah. And that's and that's for real. I, uh, I I sent her down a rabbit hole the other day with the Willow Smith uh, thing. And then <clears> gave her all the other artists, you know, uh, Jackson and uh, poor Stacy and all of them. And so I'm sure she's probably been listening to a bunch of pop punk type of stuff that I gave her. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I really, uh, there's a group, I, I discovered them oh, probably about eight months ago. Uh, they're out of England called Nova Twins. And I told her, I, I completely can see you doing this. And basically, Nova Twins are kind of like the black female version of the Beastie Boys. Like, that's what they remind me of. They just, they're two black females from London, but their rhyme style, the fact that they play their instruments, they're just everything about them, to me, really has a Beastie Boys type of style to it. It's fun, it's kinetic, it's, you know, and I, and I told her, I said, I could totally see you doing this because it's, the personality and the the sense of having fun and the, the skill set, everything I see, you know, is there. And I think Faye would just be amazing uh, doing it. So, um, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I, I was one of the ones I was like, here you go. You know, it's somebody I'm going to turn you on to and let you run with it. And uh, But this is what I could, you know, if you really want to stretch your boundaries, I could see her doing something like the Nova Twins for sure um, so and that was kind of the answer I was hoping you would give it was kind of um, not obvious but um, <laughs> I'm going to throw a couple of these at you this is a new this is a new deck we've created called who wins in a fight I'm going to give you two random names and you tell me who wins in a fight? Now, as far as fight rules, there aren't really any fight rules. Uh, just say, um, 
in their prime, no rules, just a good old-fashioned street fight. Um, so, first one I'm going to give you... Let me see. Um, Screech or Urkel? <laughs> oh, you know what? Even with all, I don't know, man. Like even with all the part of me, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my gut instinct and even like my first thought, just even hearing those two. Part of me feels like I should say Urkel because of like all of his intelligence and everything and like you're saying how technologically sound he is or whatever and the fact that he then transformed himself into a whole nother part you know what that no boom never mind that one i was gonna give it to screech but no just even with my thinking of that the fact that he could transform himself to a whole nother person no no urkel got the edge on that you know what i'm saying now urkel versus screech like you're saying like them their regular selves you know what i'm saying no transformations involved I might have to give the slide edge to Screech, yeah. but let Urkel get into that little machine that he made to turn into Stefan. You know what I'm saying? And let us fool around to find out that, like you're saying, Stefan really, like you're saying, like got 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 like some street in him to where he can fight on top of the swag. Yeah. Oh yeah, Urkel off off the top. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so I say yeah. Urkel anyways, just because you know, he got them arms and legs, man, long and gangly and. And, uh, you know, Urkel, man, he fuck around and put that figure four on you. He gonna fuck you up all kinds of ways with them long-ass legs, man. <laughs> you know? So, um, I, I say Urkel. Um, just, um, um, Theo Huxtable or Eddie Winslow? Theo Huxtable... Or Eddie Winslow. Bill Huxtable. Theo. Bill Huxtable. No, Theo. Oh, okay. I don't know why I kept saying Bill. I don't know what that was. No, but Theo. Anyway, Theo. okay. Bill Huxtable. No, Theo. Versus Theo, the son. Theo? Oh, Phil, the son. Yeah. Or Eddie Winslow. Theo. Eddie Winslow. Eddie. Yeah. Eddie, yeah. Yeah. Eddie Winslow. Yeah. I, and that was kind yeah. of my first thing, just because Eddie's he's got that build in there. He's got that very athletic where Leo was, or uh, little, little, Theo was more kind of gangly and, and book smart, I guess. So, um, so, um, I'm gonna make you think on this one. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I don't mind that. I actually like thinking on questions, so that, that ain't no problem. Here's a couple names that you probably haven't heard in a while. Um, we're gonna take this back to the old school. This is gonna be a funny fight. This isn't going to be one of them. One. This one's going to be more funny to watch. Um, this is this is one of those uh, family reunion, the two drunk uncles fighting in the street type of fight. Um, who wins oh, in a fight between Fred Sanford and Mister Furley from Three's Company? <laughs> I'm gonna give that one to Fred Sanford. Like he he don't seem to be the type to fight fair. You know what I'm saying? And he has a junkyard. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. let, let this fight. The setting is definitely going to be the X factor in this. Yeah. Let, 
the old dude from Three's Company come over to Fred's spot and start acting a fool, ain't no telling him saying what he gonna grab to clock him with. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, I, he just seemed to be that one for me. So, yeah, no, I'm gonna get that to Fred. Right, yeah. Um, here's one you. L. Bundy or the Fines? Oh, I, <laughs> I know. I had to think about that one. Like, hmm. Al Bundy seems to be too lazy to fight, though. Oh, I don't know. He might. He might. I ain't gonna lie. Like you're saying, like you push the right button, he might go off. I was gonna say Al had some, Al had some nasty fight scenes in Married with Children, man, where he beat up Kelly's boyfriend oh, in the movie right? theater. You're right. You're right. Oh, hold on. Just even having that considered. Yeah, I would say Al, Al had oh, hands, no. bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, had to, I had to remember. You, you reminded me of that. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, dang. Yo. See, but that was the I thing. Might... That was the thing. The Fines did too, man. Like, Fines wasn't somebody you messed with, you know, in Happy Days. So, I, I think that... And that was my thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that'd be an ugly fight right there, man. <laughs> you know? It just might, yeah. That'd be one of them. Uh, sure. That'd be that'd be one of them Peter Griffin versus a chicken type of fights. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, and that, and just even with that being said, either one of them can be the winner at any yeah. at any given day. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a call a draw on that. Yeah, I was gonna say that that call one to me is a draw. That's a, that's a draw to me. I think. Yeah. I think they beat each other until they basically just give up, you know. <laughs> so, Pretty much. Um, <laughs> we're going to go into these ones. Uh, these are the... I have 50 of these questions. And this is the... This is what I call the what the fuck just happened deck. Okay. So these are random choices. You have to pick either A or B. Or the first part of the second part. Um, now, basically, it's under the premise of "Would you rather?" So, okay. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you currently know? I know. Wait. A little, I'm sorry. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you now know or know everything that your future self will ever learn in the future? So basically, you go back to age five with the current knowledge or you stay where you're at, but you learn everything that you're going to learn in the future right now. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess you up with these ones. I ain't even gonna lie because if I could just like, I ain't gonna lie like if I could have, I'll say, I'm gonna say stay where I'm at now, knowing everything that's gonna happen in the future. Because like, okay, I can have like all the current knowledge now at age five. But that doesn't guarantee that I'm going to, you're saying, uh, that even having that current knowledge, I'm 
I'm still going to make decisions or whatnot that can better improve my life for the future. And who's to say that, you know what I mean, um, my decisions that I'll make with that current knowledge in such a young age would alter, you know what I'm saying, um, things that could have possibly been better for me in the future had I just went through the course. Right. You know what I mean? So as, as, as tempting as it is to have the current knowledge at five, because I know right off the top at 37 right now, there's things that had I known when I was younger was going to wind up happening to me now, I'd have, I'd have prevented a lot of things right, right off the rip. As tempting as that is for that reason, you know what I mean? You never know the reason as to why you're going through what you're going through right now, but it, there's always a certain level of comfort in knowing that, well, shoot, like, you know what I'm saying, at the end of this, things is going to be better in the grand scheme of things anyhow. So I'll say stay where I'm at now with knowledge of what's going to go down in the future. All right. The next one, would you rather have to relearn totally how to walk and talk or would you rather have to listen to every speech that joe biden has ever given on repeat i'm learning to walk and talk again <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not listening to biden like that no 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 let me just go ahead and repeat this and keep it pushing no, no. <laughs> No, I, no, I no, was, and then on repeat on that, no, hags, no, no, yeah. no, I'd walk out the room on my, no, 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 I'm, I'm walking and talking again. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'd, I'd rather relearn how to walk and talk again than have to listen. Um, no, uh, no, um, right off the top. <laughs> um, where did that go? Um, would you rather fight Rocky Balboa? Or Ivan Drago? Rocky Balboa. Okay. I am, yeah, I am like 170 some odd pounds. Um, and I know that Rocky Balboa was a heavyweight, so he's still, like you're saying, weight classes above me anyway. Right. But at the same token, Rocky Balboa didn't average 1,850 pounds of pressure <laughs> per square inch. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, one hit from Drago, I'm dead. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, no, no, ain't no if he dies, he dies here. Like, no, 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 listen, no, go fight Creed again. Yeah. No, no, I'm going I'm to I'm take my chances with Rocky. Yeah. No. You, mm -hmm. you, you know the you fucked because, up... I mean, like, honestly, you can think of them. Go ahead. No, I say, you know the fucked up scary part of that is... Is that actually that? wasn't something that they did just for the film. Dolph Ludgren in real life is trained in like four or five martial arts. He speaks six languages. He actually hits uh -huh. that hard. So yeah, oh yeah, he sent Rocky to ICU. Yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah, that was that wasn't a lot of people think, oh, that's something they just put in the film. No. Dolph Ludgren hits that hard. He's a big dude with and and and, the, and it, his fucking he's a genius. The dude has three goddamn. He has like two master's degrees and a PhD, and they're in like nuclear science and and shit like yeah. that. Like Dolph Ludgren isn't just a beast of a martial artist. He's a goddamn rocket scientist, literally. You know. <laughs> um. 
One of his degrees is in uh, biochemistry, bioengineering. Like, he could literally build a goddamn nuclear nuclear rocket ship, you know? Um, so, you know, he's super smart and super tough. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I think I'd rather go around with, with Rocky than uh, have to mess with with anything. With Rocky. That, Dolph Ludgren yeah, is involved yeah. with, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, everything he hits, he um, destroys. Literally. You're like, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Would you rather... And, 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 and please, no one get offended by this question. Uh, this has nothing to do with race. This is just a general question. But would you rather have the police hunting you for a murder you did not commit or have a psychopathic clown hunting you I'm going to go with the psychopathic clown and it's because yeah like and you know and it's because like I know like the the rhyme and re well I know the rhyme and reason behind the police officer too but right I you say know, I like the, the psychopathic clown doesn't have the law on his side. You know what I'm saying? Right. To you know what I'm saying to even you know to further enable him to exact his purpose. Right. If I can just get away from this clown, I'm good. Right. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get away from yeah. the police or whatnot. You know what I'm they're gonna chase me down. You know what I'm saying? They may still yeah. wind up doing what they plan to do with me anyway. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm gonna you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go ahead and rock and take my chances with the clown. Yeah. I, and I guess I. I I didn't think about it when I wrote it, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't meant to be a racial question at all. It was just, I got you. there's a lot of people who really are terrified of clowns. So uh -huh. they literally would be like, as terrifying as it is to have the police chase you down, they'd probably rather take their chances with the cops than they would with fucking Pennywise or whatever. But, um, <laughs> well, listen, first of all, Pennywise would have to chase me because I'm not about to go down no store <laughs> Right. Like you're saying, like no, if he wants me, he's going to have to chase me. Like you're saying, like I, you can't trick me like that. Like, look, uh, <laughs> I said this once, and I'll say it again. You watch these goddamn YouTube videos, these prank videos. These assholes be dressing mm -hmm. up as clowns, popping up out the goddamn weeds, dragging a fucking axe, thinking, "Oh, it's cute. It's a prank." You won't think it's a prank till uh -huh. a motherfucker pull a gun out, and put a hole in your motherfucking ass. Because I'm telling you exactly. personally. I'm walking through a park coming home from work or any goddamn place and you pop up out the motherfucking grass dressed as a goddamn clown and you're dragging an axe or got a knife in your hand, look. Oh, yeah, it's a wrap. <laughs> your ass yeah. better be carrying a uh, lot of motherfucking band-aids because I'm shooting your yeah, ass. Oh, yeah. I'm taking that as an act of hostility and there ain't no, oh, it's a joke, bro. No, that ain't a motherfucking joke, okay? A joke is you sneaking up behind me and popping a bag or, you know, fucking taking an onion and putting some fucking chocolate around it. That's a joke, okay? Right. You jumping out the goddamn <laughs> weeds in the dark carrying an axe, that ain't no motherfucking joke. I seen too many goddamn horror movies. <laughs> okay? Right. Straight out. Like, Straight out. Like, you know what even if you just came out, now I mean, like, you know what I'm saying, this, this still cause to, to react anyways, because, I mean, like, it's in a fair clown is a very real thing. So just the fact that you're even hopping off the bushes as a clown, 
Period. You know what I'm right. saying? You still might, you know what I'm saying, have somebody like lunge up and you say and you say and swing on you is up the fence. But the fact that you're doing it with an axe, you say, or mm-hmm. a knife. A gun or whatever, you say, right. or even like a saw, you say, or even like anything, a sledgehammer, um, anything. Like, whatever. look, that's a like, fucking I'm, weapon. No, like, no, I'm about to, yeah, no, no, I'm about to shoot you, and it's in self defense, bro. No, ain't, ain't, ain't no jokes about that. Right, exactly. <laughs> no. Um, so, um, I, I know I got my final answer or my final question for you, and this is the one that I, I'm going to save this one. Um, um. Let me run through these. Um, would you rather eat a sandwich made by your friends from four ingredients randomly chosen from your refrigerator? Or would you rather have to chew a piece of gum you find stuck to the bottom of your shoe? I'm going to take my, well, I can't even say I'm going to take my chances because I have confidence in a good amount of my friends knowing what I like to eat and then also being able to prepare and cook food themselves. I'm going to just go ahead and have them make me a sandwich out of my refrigerator with those four ingredients randomly baked. Yeah. See, I'm going with the gum. Because even if you try to prank me with my own refrigerator, go ahead. No, I said, I'm going with the gum because I don't trust my motherfucking friends. I know my friends. <laughs> I know my friends. Okay, even if they don't get to choose the shit out the refrigerator, they gonna find some fucked up goddamn way to make the grossest shit possible. You know. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, hey, I got you. Know what? I, I follow you, and it all depends on what's in your refrigerator. Because yeah. I was about to say the key is it's in your refrigerator, but you know what I'm saying? Like if you got. Relish, and see, mayonnaise, and whatever else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're like you said with some odd meat that don't go with either of those things. Yeah. Like yeah, it, it might wind up you saying like you said tasting nasty. Like yeah, so I got yeah. you. I yeah, got like you. right now, I can tell you that if you chose four random ingredients from my refrigerator, um, those would include uh, spaghetti and meatballs, macaroni salad. I have salami. I have. Um, there's about eight different kinds of cheeses. Um, there is peach jelly and there's blueberry jelly. Uh, there's different kinds of syrup for the waffles. Um, there are eggs. There are, um, I got some red striped beer in there. Um, there's root beer. Um, there's mayonnaise, mustard, about six different kinds of hot sauces. Um, I I know my friends, they would, you know, they would be like, yep, we got to have mayonnaise, spaghetti, uh, fucking raw egg and some goddamn salami, you know, (laughs) and be like, no, motherfucker, come on, you know, I don't like no runny ass eggs, so, (laughs) you know, Yeah, you can go one or two ways with that. They yeah. either gonna you know, they make some shit that's gonna make you scrunch up your face or tear your stomach and yeah. your throat up. Well, that would be that. My friends are assholes, yeah. so I, I know I, I would. With my friends, I would know what was coming. You know, yeah, right. I, I would know what was coming. So, um, we'll uh, I'll wrap it up with this one. Um, we'll we'll make this a, a roughly. Would you rather every future movie you watch 
replaces the leading role with Gilbert Godfrey or every song you hear in the future is performed by Cardi B. <laughs> I told you I got I got the Snoop Dogg shit for these questions, bro. <laughs> Listen, I mean, like, yo, oh my god, I'm gonna say it like I'm a, and I know there might be some people that you may even interview after me that know me that may even disagree with what I'm about to get ready to say or even pick as a lesser of two evils, but um, I'm gonna have to go with the Gilbert Godfrey because at, you know, out of everything that I've seen him in. Right. I, or even heard him in. I actually enjoyed him as Iago in Aladdin. Right. Dana Cardi B song I fuck with. Yeah. Well, I don't fuck with Cardi B. You no, know I'm like, saying what I'm saying is, what makes this question so great is the context of it. Yeah, like wait, go like, ahead. Literally, if you decide to watch Die Hard, Gilbert Godfrey is playing. John McClane. If you decide to watch Lethal Weapon, Gilbert Godfrey is playing Martin Riggs. If you decide to watch, um, you know, if you decide to watch Friday, Gilbert Godfrey is Smokey. Um, that's basically the context. Or going forward into the future, you decide to listen to a, a cannabis song, it's going to be performed by Cardi B. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what? That's that's the context of okay. it. Okay. So. Okay, I see you. And I don't know. I, I find I find comedy in everything that you just got for this sense, even right. with those examples. Because I mean, like, imagine imagine Cardi B rapping "Magnificent." Right. Well, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean. Right, and like, that's, that's the, that that would be funny to me. Well, right, and that's let the, me think of like let me hear you, babe. Go ahead. No, I mean that's the. That's why I love yeah, this that, question. That's, that's why it's like the major question because, one, you really could replace them with anybody. You could say every movie is starring Nicolas Cage and every song is performed by uh, Nickelback or whatever. I mean, you really could change it up to your preference wow. um, for anybody that where, you hear. Um, yeah, this but, is where I would have to... This is where I would have to change my answer here, understanding the context and go with the Cardi B because, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying, there ain't but so many movie roles and replace Gilbert Godfrey with, you know what I'm saying, in, like, you know, um, in certain movies or whatever without him, you know what I'm saying, being annoying eventually or whatever, right. especially, like, in an action or drama, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you're going to get on my nerves, but I can put Cardi B in whatever future song I want to, you know what I'm saying, and depending on the song itself, it's going to be funny as hell to me, so, yeah, Cardi B. Okay, okay. Cardi B replacing folks in future songs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'd probably go with Gilbert Godfrey. I I like Gilbert. I think Gilbert is hilarious. I think he's a great comedian. And I, I'm kind of, for the same reason that you named, is why I would go with Gilbert. I think it would be fucking hilarious to see Gilbert performing as Mrs. Doubtfire or watching Gilbert perform as, you know... In Lethal Weapon, or seeing uh, Gilbert Godfrey play a role that was originally you know, like The Godfather, Gilbert Godfrey as The Godfather, you know, would be I think would be fucking hilarious because you know it's going to be a shit show. It's just a question of 
you know, it, it, it's kind of like you see the big giant accident on the highway. You're not supposed to stop and look at it, but you do just because it's a big giant fucking wreck, you know? So that would be why I would, would choose Gilbert because you know that it's just going to be a giant shit show and it would be some kind of entertaining or it would be so bad you're... You know, you just want to smoke a big fucking joint and just be like, God damn, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I really need a new life. <laughs> um, anywho, uh, those are just a few of the what the fuck just happened deck um, for this game. Um, and I got a whole bunch of them, so... Um, uh, throw a couple uh, more at you... Uh, these, these are called winner takes all. Basically, they're very similar to the pineapple on pizza, yay or nay. Um, so, um, toothpaste. Squeeze from the bottom or willy-nilly, wherever you want. I was willy-nilly as a kid, but as an adult, squeeze from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in my house is all willy nilly, and I'm constantly like, squeeze the goddamn thing from the bottom. <laughs> um, this is one that has divided a lot of people. More people than I really even imagined. Um, mm -hmm. So, chocolate brownies, edge piece, or centerpiece? First of all, the fact that this even divided anybody is funny to me. But um, I'm going to say it like this. It depends on who baked it. I'm not about to be eating no burnt edge pieces. So you know, just to be safe across the board, centerpiece. And believe it or not, I've had a few people who basically said anyone who eats an edge piece is a psychopath. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, like, what are you supposed to escalate like that? Like, you know. How am I a psychopath just because I'm eating, like you said, like a corner of, yeah. of, of something that was baked in a pan? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. Like, I was kind of like, wait, this just completely escalated beyond. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're taking it too far. You're doing too much. Um, <laughs> too. um tortillas, corn or flour? Taco shells, flour. basically. Flour? Yeah. I'm, yeah, flour. I, I, I'm definitely down with flour. I'm, I'm not much of a corn, uh, corn tortilla. Um, I don't mind the crunchy shells so much, but the, the actual, like, corn, you know, masa, tortillas. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's one that has divided a bunch of people that, uh, again, more so than I ever realized. Um, oh, where did it go? Oh, God damn it, where did it go? Hold on. Oh, damn it. Where the hell did it go? Ah, here it is. 
green flavoring. Is it lime, apple, or watermelon? Um, <laughs> that's deep. That's deep. I'm gonna say. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I'm gonna tell you right off the bat. It's really like I'm really like struggling between lime and apple because. I'm not big on watermelon or whatnot. Right. Like a lot, a lot of there's a lot of watermelons out there that's just entirely too watery. Like you know what I mean? So like no, bye. Is that I can get like you're saying water in a bottle? Um, so I'm gonna say apple because like then there's a lot more times and whatnot to where I would prefer like a a, a sweet flavoring. You're saying like just in a sweeter taste or whatnot than sour. Even though I do like lime as well, but like just going on my regular general preference, apple. I can't disagree with that. Um, let me see. Um, you know what? We'll go ahead and we'll wrap it up right here, I guess, because uh, I've run them through enough of these, I think. They, uh, so basically, basically, the, the game is going to be called Interview Roulette is going to be the official name of it. Um, you're going to be able to buy the decks. It'll be like little playing card decks. There's going to be uh, 50 cards. Um, in a deck, and um, you're going to be able to use these anywhere, sitting around with your friends, uh, if you're a teacher, you know, you'll be able to use them uh, just for random questions, we're going to have a history and science deck, we're going to create, um, you know, if hey, say you go out on a first date, and you want to um, get to know the person, but you want to do it in a completely random and different way, other than, hey, tell me about yourself, where you're from, blah, 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 pull the deck out, start dropping cards, and just laugh and have fun you know i mean that's what this is all about is uh they're icebreakers and it's getting to know people and have conversations that you normally wouldn't have with people you know and it's uh kind of a way to talk about shit other than shit that divides people you know um because hey at the end of the day i've said this before but i'll say it again we may disagree on politics that's fine uh but at the end of the day we may have 150 things that we agree on so if I choose not to be your friend strictly based on the fact that we don't agree politically, I am missing out on all of that other amazing shit that we do agree on. And I'm losing exactly. a really great friend simply based on the fact that I'm not supposed to like you because you like Joe Biden. Or you're not supposed to like me because I like Donald Trump. Or or vice versa. Or or whatever. You know, insert your candidate type of thing. Um... You know, you can insert, uh, you know, uh, atheist versus uh, Christian. You can insert Democrat versus Republican. You can can insert conservative versus liberal. Just all of these tags that they've stuck on society that people are letting divide us. You know, you can just look past all of that and these cards can pretty much, you know, well, you don't agree, but come on. Everybody knows Theo Huxtable. Everybody knows Eddie Winslow. Everybody knows Urkel. Everybody knows Fred Sanford and George Jefferson and Al, uh, um, Archie Bunker. And, and you, know, the, you know those names. And you, you laugh about them. You talk about them. You conversate. And when you conversate, you learn. And, you know, exactly. that's what this shit is about. So, uh, um, 
This is Mr. Dante Feasterman. Uh, look him up. Uh, excursion with the X. C-U-R-S-I-O-N. Uh, you find him in all of these places. Um, and he told you about there's Bandcamp, all of the major movie thing, or m movie, all of the major music spots. Um, you know, find his music and, uh, you know, let him know you heard him on the noise report. And uh, you, I will, final thoughts from you. Uh, questions or thoughts or anything you want to throw out to, throw out to the world to, wrap this thing up into a pretty little piece of pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, well, hey, just, um, just as always, man, um, a, a pleasure, uh, a pleasure being, you know, when I, you know, um, you know, saying, speaking in and vibing with you, of course, as always, and, um, and a hey, much love to everybody that comes in and tunes in, you know, saying to the noise reporting that's been supporting him, you know, saying since day one. Um, I really hope that, you know, saying y'all, y'all rock with me in the same way, you know, saying when y'all see me here, whatnot, and even, you know, saying I'm uh, checking, checking me out or whatnot on those platforms or whatnot because of what you see, you know, um, it, it's all, it's all love here on this side across the board, man. So, so I'll just leave it on that note, you know, what I mean? yeah, because. This one, man, like I said, this one before, man, we were just putting it on Mixcloud and, and just putting it on Facebook. But this one here, uh, this this bad boy here, this is on Spotify, this is on Apple, this is on Amazon Audible, um, you know, this is on Google. I mean, this is everywhere, bro, so, um, you know, I mean, this just ain't no, okay, well, you got to see it on my Facebook, man. I mean, they can, you know, when, when they... When they type your name into Spotify right next to your music, this is gonna pop up because it's gonna have your 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 name attached next to mine, you know, uh, under the podcast thing. But it'll show up just the same. So, um, you know, this is another uh, same with the iTunes stuff, same with the Apple and and all of that. You know, this this will show up there. So, um, you're we're, we're doing this on a much bigger scale, you know, and uh, we're having fun doing it, and it's that's. Not me sitting here saying, oh, next set of songs are blah, blah, blah. Next set of songs are blah, blah, blah. Next set of songs are blah, blah, blah. Um, you know. So, um, dude, like I said, thank you for doing this. Um, it's, always a, it's always a pleasure, man. And uh, I love that we could do this because, um, you know, uh, I don't record. A, a lot of people know I do these with video. I only record the audio part. Um, but the reason I do it with video basically is so that you can gauge reactions. You know, it's like having a conversation and you know when they're laughing, they know when you're laughing, they know from your reactions that, you know, it is, you know, does he think it's funny? Because it's hard to judge that in a phone call, you know, and um, this is why I do it. And eventually you are going to get the video side of this uh, once I have the equipment and the knowledge of actually how to record <laughs> the video site um, or to capture it, uh, you will get that. Uh, but until then, uh, I'm the Music God. This is the Noise Report. Um, I'm going to shut the fuck up because uh, I told this man it'd be 60 minutes. Um, and it is now an hour and 50 minutes. And uh, much like our other interviews that were supposed to only be half as long as they actually are, um, so it happens when you have good company and uh, you can laugh and have fun. So, um, final word. Don't let politics, don't let bullshit divide you, man. There's too much in the world that can make you happy. 
Uh, if you just look a little beyond the, the curtain that the world tries to throw on you. So, um, love, you know, laughter, education, brain power, man. Use your heart, use your brain. Everything else fall into place, you know? So, um, be well. This is the noise report. I'm going to shut the fuck up now.